Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey, it's Amy Brown here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survivor rate from 20% to more than 80%. But we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families will never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. Now, that peace of mind means so much. So join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope and text Bobby to 785-833. That's B-O-B-B-Y to 785-833. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Welcome to another radio program. I didn't say good. I just said another radio program. <laughs> Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. It'll be awesome today. Ronnie Dunn, singer from Brooks and Dunn, will be in today. Friday morning conversation. And on Monday, Cody Johnson will be in. So we're rocking with great guests. Got a great little cast of characters today. I don't know. It sounds like a 50s radio <laughs> show. Uh, everybody good? Yeah. 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 I want to do some updates, though. Ray, hit me with that. You ready? Bobby Bones Show. Update. I had a lot of questions from listeners going, What's the update on this? So I have a whole list of things we're going to update somewhat quickly. First, Eddie took an Uber. The Uber driver said, nah, let's not go the way you want. Let's go this way. Turns out it was the wrong way. He ignored the GPS. And, and he said he would mail you the money that you were out. Because Uber charged me $20 more than what I had expected I was going to pay. And you said he's going to mail it to you. What's the update? So he said he was going to mail a check. And I checked the mailbox. Well, I didn't get a check. Okay. But I got a letter, an envelope okay. in the mail, and in the order. envelope, Bones, is $20. Oh, wow, cash. Cash. Wow. So you guys doubted the Uber we driver. Did. We did. He, he, not him. We doubted human, the human race. Yes, the human yeah. race. But he did not. He proved you guys wrong. He dropped off Nice cash. job, nice job. Yeah. And everybody knows what $20 does. Makes you holler. And you hollered, didn't you? Oh, you dude, got I it. hollered. Okay, all right, hit it again. <laughs> you ready? Bobby Bones Show. Update. Raymundo's trying to raise as many votes as possible. 
like, I guess raise is the word. You're trying to get us to all vote for you for something happening in our company? Yes, iHeartVegas. You guys can get me a free trip. And Scuba's done it. Morgan hit me up. She did it. And some guy on the East Coast, Gizmo, I think his name is, he said he's in the company. He voted for me, too. Shout out. If somebody will give me or log into something, I will do it right now. I did it. Oh, I did it. No, I did it. Wait, they they have? Yeah, Yeah, man, we're in. Oh, you did it, Mike? Voted. Can you just vote for me? Like, from me, Mike? Okay, he he says he can't. He can't. Okay, (laughs) so, Ray, you have my vote today as well. I think that's a pretty good number right there. I don't know anybody that can muster more than that, Oh, no, people can get a whole sales office to do it. That's why we need other people. If you're listening right now and you work for a company, go and vote for Ray. How did, what do they write your name as? It's right. That that was the problem. Linked. You have like eight names, Sizen. Yeah. Exactly. I voted for Sizen, so I don't know if that's going to work. No. <laughs> oh boy. Well, well the know. votes are going to be split between Ray and Sizen. One so, of them will get to go. Well, who do you? What's the name you want us to vote for? Ray. Ray Slater. Yes. Uh, okay. Grace. What would you like me to write when it says, "Why do you think they should win"? <laughs> That's a good question. A hard I, worker, said, hardest, dedicated producer. Mm-hmm. I said hardest worker. I said he on the stresses over his job, so he needs to relax. Yeah, Ray gets here at one. He didn't do it till four thirty. Anyway, right, we're voting. We're, we're getting it going. Or put like he'll be fun to party in Vegas with. Don't put that. Don't put that. That's not gonna win. That's not gonna win. Somebody's gonna see that and be like, "What an idiot." Uh, okay, so we're raising the votes. When do they have a winner on that, Ray? Uh, they said middle of August. Okay, let's update. You ready? Bobby Bones Show update. Amy saved a tick in her freezer. Why? Well, I pulled it out of my arm, and I quickly Googled, because I'd never been bitten by a tick before, what do I do with it? And I read that if you put it in a Ziploc bag in the freezer, you can mail it off to get tested for Lyme disease. Now, have you been feeling anything that you think could be Lyme disease? Well, the tick bite itched for, I mean, like nine weeks. Wow, that like, is a long time. Like, I, I was going to make a joke. Well, yeah, t- a bite itches, but nine weeks is a long time. Yeah, no, it was raised from the skin. It didn't look good. Like, to me, all signs point were pointing to something's wrong. So I found a company. I mailed it off, and it took forever to hear back. So I kind of felt like, where did I send this and $75? <laughs> because I thought <laughs> I got scammed again. again. Here we go. But I got the results, and it tested negative for Lyme. Good. Yes. I didn't pay for other tests. I only paid for that one. So it might have been infected with something else. Don't know. Well, it leaves a bit open, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? Well, I'm not, I'm not paying to test for it. It was $75 per test. And there what was all else, kinds might, of what else might you have? <laughs> okay, so you don't have Lyme disease. That's good. All, all jokes aside, it's a we were worried thing. about that. Yeah, yeah, because it itched for so long. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's that update. Give me another one. You ready? Bobby Bones Show. Update. Lunchbox and I bought a storage unit online. We saw it. We saw well, this, there were some shoes in it. There was some... When we opened it and got in there, there was actually some stuff that probably were illegal and we haven't talked about yet. We will at one point. Yeah. Uh, so, well, how much do we spend total on the unit? Two hundred and ten dollars. What have you started? What that. have you started to do? I, I listed uh, two pairs of shoes online, and I didn't get any bids because I had them too high. I had them at two hundred dollars a piece, and so then I went down and did it nineteen ninety nine each. And boy, did we get bids! Ding 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 ding. And both pairs of shoes have sold. So total between both. How much do we sell both shoes combined for? We sold it for $260. Oh, come on. Come on. You made profit. Wow. So we're already. We're already in the black. Wow. Yeah. Two shoes. But we have, well, two pairs. 
You're you not go. selling them one shoe at a time. You're right. You're right. <laughs> my fault. My fault. My fault. <laughs> so, but we have more shoes. To we have. And listen, I still think we have the best pair of shoes. There's a pair of Jordans in there. They're black, white, and red. I think they're the best pair we have. Clean. I didn't want to put those up first. I want to get people in the water, and they're going to be waiting for us to put more shoes up. Why are you going to get them in the water? You're going to chum the. Yeah, the chum circle. in the water. Yes. It's on the chum in the Yeah, throwing the, you know, oh, first pair of shoes, couple pairs. That's probably not Ooh. how it works, but, uh, okay. but hey, let me tell you, one person, well, the first pair of shoes, they wanted to sign them. Everybody on the show, so. Oh, so you sold it. So li- I didn't, do, no, no, I didn't put the link. They found it. I like it. You know what? what Scuba, what are you yelling? He put the Instagram story, he put a link up there. He's like, vote for my, buy my shoes. Lunch. That's how people found it. No, nah, yeah. people were sending me like, hey, I think I found your shoes. No, you put a you link You know up. what? I won't stand for it. We'll sign them. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the guy hit me on eBay and was like, hey, if I buy these, or will the show sign them? I think this is you, Lunchbox. And I was like, yeah, it's me. Is it because it was Lunchbox? Your name was Lunchbox 68 plus one? No, no. <laughs> Mine is uh, selling storage. But we've wait, made wait. a profit, and we have two more pair of shoes to sell. A lot more than two. Oh, we do? Yeah. So let's make all of our money and then decide what to do with it. Do we go all in on the lottery? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Don't go down I love that. that. Um, I don't think that's the best idea either. Uh, what were the other <laughs> But if we do that, I say scratch-offs. Yeah, scratch-offs. I like yeah, it. Do we do all that or do we buy another unit? I mean, that's what I'm saying. And try to flip the pro- That's business. So let's talk about Reinvest it. Reinvest it. Yep. Maybe open, open a uh, brick and mortar. Of what? All our stuff that we Just find shoot. in these. <laughs> no. Storage unit Okay. Okay, there you go. There you go. You ready? Bobby Bones Show. Update. All right, there you go. Th- those are your updates coming up in a little bit. Ronnie Dunn from Brooks and Dunn, and we will also play Two Truths and a Lie and try to get a winner for $5,000. Let's open the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. So I just grounded my 16-year-old son for the rest of the summer after finding out he was fired from his job and has been pretending to go to work, but instead has been playing video games at his friend's house. I only found out when another mom whose son worked with my son, told me what had happened. He apparently showed up to work drunk. And when they told him to go home, he refused. So now I know he was drinking underage and being completely disrespectful to adults. I told him he couldn't leave the house and socialize with friends for the rest of the summer and possibly into the school year. My husband was on board with the punishment. Did I go too far? Do you think my punishment was too harsh for my son's crime? That is signed Cheryl. I don't have kids. So... First off, I'm going to say that, but I have a lot of opinions. So I don't have kids, but I have a lot of opinions about kids. But I also wasn't a troublemaker. I never got in trouble, ever. I didn't get in trouble until I was an adult, and I was like, let me see what boundaries I can push in my career. Um, Eddie, you have a teenage son. Gosh. How old is he? Uh, my son's 14. So he's nearish. Uh, he's 16, huh? Same guy. Same. So what do you say to her being someone with a teenage son? Man, you know where my mind went. I just hate hearing that story. But I thought the rest of the summer ground is is that's minimum. That's whatever. I mean, yeah, you have wow. to do that. Absolutely. Oh minimum. Goodness. Minimum the rest of the summer. Man, I'm thinking GPS at this point. But you got to be open about it. Say, hey, look, we've lost your trust. Like a, like a, a bracelet? Oh, oh I'm going to see like- everywhere you're going now. Everywhere you go. Like, home can, like prison, home confinement? I'm like- going to know. Holy why, oh, and why, you ask, I'm doing this? Because you lied to us, and now I don't trust you. What? Which part's the biggest? Is it that the fact that he got fired and didn't say, or the fact that it was drinking on the job? <laughs> oh, gosh. The drunk drunk at 16 is is a big one. You ever drunk at 16? Mm, Eddie? Stop. 16, no. I think 17 was my first. Oh. 
Okay, so but, but but six drinking at sixteen could lead to like a, just a wrong wrong path. <laughs> but seventeen is okay. But seventeen, oh, sixteen. I don't, listen, yeah, Eddie, can I'm, you gonna, I'm gonna say again. I don't. I've never had a drink, so I'm gonna say this is somebody has no knowledge. But mm-hmm. isn't that normal? Yeah, yeah sixteen normal. year olds. Right? Sixteen, I don't think is normal. Eddie, oh, I think normal. he has a revision. What do they call it? Revisionist history. history Revisionist sure. history. Like you grew up in South Texas, mm-hmm. and you're telling me you didn't drink until Seven, you were seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> okay. I think you're lying for this email. No, I am not lying. But I'm. But okay. But because his kids might hear this. Stop it, Um. Okay. So if you were seventeen, would it be different? A little bit. Okay. A little bit just because I started drinking at 17. Yeah, yeah. And then you can't yeah, really yeah, say yeah, yeah. Okay, Amy, go ahead. Okay. No, I. the rest of the summer is honestly not that long. I know it sounds weird, but school is starting back in a couple of weeks for most people in the country. So I feel like that is appropriate. And then you need to sort of evaluate y'all's relationship. Like, why is this something that he didn't feel safe telling y'all? Yes, he showed up to work drunk, which is absolutely irresponsible and wrong and completely disrespectful. But the honesty thing and him not feeling like he could come to you and say that, like, do you want to cultivate a relationship where he could be honest with you? And so a harsh, harsh, harsh punishment isn't going to give him that space to feel like he's safe with you. You don't need space, right? No, you don't deserve space. I think there's a fine line of, yes, absolute punishment and he does need to pay that price but then also some grace for like hey you know if you're in a situation like you can come to us and we can help you through it well that'd be tough for any 16 year old boy i don't care how how healthy the family mother daughter son dynamic is that's tough for a 16 year old boy but what's that take away his bed wow that's a big punishment i like that that. that. wow wow no lunch for eight months (laughs) wow (laughs) you want to know what jail's like there you go. Here's a oh, sample. Oh, wow. my goodness. That's okay, so headed. this is what I'm going to say, Mom. Cheryl, if I were a judge and this came in front of me, and of course this is not a crime, what's the rest of his record look like? Has he screwed up before? Big? Is this the first offense? First big offense? If so, I'm probably going to go a little lighter. He's going to get in trouble, obviously. He shouldn't have lied to you. He shouldn't have been drinking on the job. Um, he luckily got caught and fired and didn't get caught because he got drunk and crashed into somebody like there are some fortunate things that have come from this and there are some things that you can learn from any situation and i think if this is his first offense like this there is some punishment into summer fine you're the mom you know your kid but i don't think it's too far but i do think you can have that all right we trust you again because you've given us no reason to not trust you other than this one time empower him a bit and then if that doesn't work, then go full Eddie. Uh, but right now, yeah, I say power him. You're disappointed and you're mad. But in life, everybody screws up. And it's about getting a second chance. So if he doesn't have a record, then I think you can get out of this pretty easily. And he, he comes away a better kid from it. All right. There we go. Fair enough. Well, I don't have kids, so I just say crap. No, I'm going to be honest stuff. with that's you. That's good okay, stuff. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. Just, but just don't yeah. think. I think I know everything. <laughs> Cause I'm kids, but I feel like I do know everything. All right, all right, there you go. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Bobby Bonesha, the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's thirty second skinny. Dirk Bentley released a new song. It's called Gold. I got some rust on my Chevy, but it's ready to roll. I got a rhinestone sky and a song in my soul. It ain't a smooth. Ingrid Andrus dropped a new song called Blue. I thought I knew just what to call. 
Chase Rice shared a new song called Key West in Colorado. Somewhere between Key West and Colorado, I found God in a gold Silverado. Had to get a little lost, to get a little found, learn you can't find love if you can't slow. I'm Morgan, that's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Devin Linden is a mom from Bentonville, Arkansas, and every week she takes her two kids to swim practice. Well, on one particular day, her kids were having a complete meltdown. Like it was just one of those days where, as a mom, she was just trying to hold it together and was about to burst into tears as she was trying to get her kids out of there. When a complete stranger came up to her out of nowhere and handed her a note of encouragement that said, Your life and purpose is huge. Life is so precious. Each day is a gift, so make it count. Enjoy. And she thought, well, that's a really nice note. But then she got in her car and opened it up further, and there was a $100 bill inside. Oh, this got real? (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. And so she just saw it as a sign of how... You know, she wants to evaluate her life and this next decade for her and who does she want to be and how does she want to show up in the world? And she says, this is who I want to be. I want to be like this person that spreads kindness. I want to be somebody gets a hundred bucks randomly. Yeah. <laughs> be nice. In the store. Dang, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, because at first I thought, well, this note doesn't sound like they wrote it right then. But what they did is they put money in it too. You know, I did a Bobby cast with JT Harding who wrote a bunch of number one songs. He found out his dad later in life because he had been adopted with somebody famous he had been through all these different struggles. So he wears these really loud suits and he performs a lot. And he wears these suits that have like smiley faces or alligators or something. And I was like, hey, where do you get these suits, man? And he told me. And he said, yeah, you, you just go and buy them. They're not that expensive. They're like 88 bucks. And he goes, I wear them until they fall apart and I get another one. But I always remembered him from the suits. I actually saw him out. Caitlin and I were uh, working out one morning at some gym and we come out and he's there, but he's not in the suit. And I'm like, the suit guy. It's a long time ago. And so I get home a couple days ago. We did this interview like three weeks ago. And I get a note and it says, he has my address because he came over to my house to do the podcast. And he says, I hope it's not creepy. I sent you this letter to your home address, but you gave it to me. And he said some really nice things. And there was a hundred dollar bill in there. And I was like, is he paying me to do the podcast? And he goes, hey, uh, they wouldn't let me get you a gift card for a suit, but you should get one of these suits. And I thought oh, it was just super awesome. nice. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was super nice that he did that. That's a good story, Amy. And that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, I think I can eat a piece of pizza in under 30 seconds. Or I know it'll take you over a minute to drink that entire two-liter. 
If you have, you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Now, here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they have more or less of a certain stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and a whole bunch more. Track your picks. Play against others for a shot to win huge cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code BONES for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's the code BONES. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. So adult life can start with a lot of financial ups and downs, and it can seem like a lot more downs than ups at first. You know, people can make mistakes and buy things that they can't afford sometimes. And then that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit. Products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Taking finances into your own hands can help turn things around. Even helping save money to rent a first apartment or a home. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. So whether you're trying to manage your money or you're trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so that you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com. That's Intuit.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. You just don't want to get boned, you know? <laughs> That's what this game is. No. If you miss the question, you'll hear this. You've been boned. It's easy trivia. It's the easiest trivia game in the whole wide world. If you're listening at home right now, how long can you last? All right, here we go. Number one. Amy, how do you say the number one in Spanish? Uno. Correct. Ooh, Lunchbox. Yep. Categories, numbers. How many members would you find in a duo? Two. Correct. Eddie, how many wheels does a tricycle have? Ooh, three. Correct. Morgan, how many sides does a square have? Four sides. That's correct. Okay, so Eddie's winning the season with two wins. Dang, that's pretty good. Amy's got one. Lunchbox has got one. Morgan's present. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just here for the party, okay? Yeah, she's here. She's present. If you miss it, you're out. Eddie's wearing a tiara if you're watching us right now. Very sparkly. That's what the champion wears. Okay. The category is famous U.S. landmark locations. Ah, yes. Love it. Amy, I'll give you the uh, landmark. You tell me the city. Okay. The Gateway Arch. Okay, the Golden Gate. I mean, I know where the arch is. Is Is it called the Gateway Arch? This is the arch. We went, it, I've, I've been to it. What city is the Gateway Arch in? I just don't want to answer too quickly because last time I answered too quickly, it got me out. It's round two. Feel free to answer quickly. That should be really easy. <laughs> okay, well, then it's just got to be the arch. And it's 
St. Louis. Is that your answer? Yes. Correct. Lunchbox, what city is the National Mall located? The National Mall? Do you guys know this one? <laughs> yes, yes, know. yes, yes, yes. Oh, Morgan, you don't know? I, I have a guess, but. <laughs> national Mall. I didn't know we had a National Mall. Forever 21. It's like uh, the National Forever oh, yeah. 21. No. Spencer's. Okay. The National Spencer's. I'm going, I'm going. This has to be, oh my God. I'm gonna Dillard's. I, no, that's Mall of America. That's is a good one. I guess Washington D.C. has that's to correct. Be, we'll take it. Oh. He was thinking real mall. He was thinking the biggest <laughs> yeah. mall, mall in America. <laughs> what in the world? Eddie, what city is Madison Square Garden located? That's in New York City. Correct. Morgan, what city would you find the Space Needle? Ooh, uh, Seattle. Correct. Oh. The next category is moon landing. Ooh. Oh. Amy, who was the first person to walk on the moon? Neil Armstrong. Correct. Lunchbox, who was the second person to walk on the moon? Uh, the only other guy that I know that's been on the moon is Buzz Aldrin. Correct. Uh, don't don't ask me the third. <laughs> I just don't don't ask me who the third was person piloting, was. piloting them in the What ship? did they famously leave planted on the moon? The U.S. flag. Correct. Oh. Morgan, finish the blank. That's one small step for man. One giant leap for blank. Mankind. Correct. Okay, good. We got through that one. Oh, we got through that one. I'd like to shout out Mike for writing that category. That's a good one. It's different. That's what he does here. All right, next up, 90s catchphrases. I'll give you the catchphrase. Tell me the show. Okay. Amy. Hello, Newman. What? Hello, Newman. 90s? Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. Am I doing it okay? No, you're doing great. Nailed it. Good, good. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. Ish. It's clearly a show I didn't watch. Oh, Newman. Newman? Hello, Newman? Oh, my gosh. The Simpsons. Guys, do you know it? Yeah, Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Sorry, Amy. Here's the the sound you don't want to hear. You've been booed. Lunchbox, over to you. Yeah. Is that your final answer? Oh, who wants to be a millionaire? That's correct. Good. Woo! Eddie, yeah. you got it, dude. Ooh, full house. Correct. Morgan. Yeah. Did I do that? Oh, that's Steve Urkel's Family Matters. Correct. Oh, yes. Wow. Oh, All right, cool. three remain. Amy's eliminated. Let's go. I got this. The category is... Eddie, feel okay, good. Let's go. oh, Once Amy's gone, you got This it. is the best case scenario okay, for me. Okay, all right. Uh, toys or games? Well, he, he's complimenting you. I know he's you. complimenting me, but still, it's uh, Amy, annoying. you're good. So I want. Next up, Morgan toys or games? Lunchbox, invented in 1993 by Ty Warner. These small, understuffed animals are affordably priced. What's the name of the toy? Beanie Babies. Correct. Eddie, what's the name of the popular military action figure that was a real American hero? G.I. Joe. That is correct. Morgan, what's the name of America's first working toy oven introduced in 1963? An easy-bake oven. That's correct. Let's go. Next round. Next round. Good Good job. job. The category is country music. Yes. Lunchbox, Break Up With Him was what country band's first number one in 2015? Oh my gosh. Old Dominion. Correct. Wow. 
at Folsom Prison and at San Quentin. Live albums from what icon? Me? Yeah. Johnny Cash. Right. Morgan. What was the name of the movie that George Strait started in 1992 and he played a character named Dusty? Oh, I watched it recently in the last few years. Oh, gosh. George Strait, 1992. He played a character named Dusty. I can see him. It was a very young George Strait. I was like, oh, he's attractive. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Answer the question. I don't know what it's called. Country again. Country again's her answer, and wow, you're wrong. So close. Uh, (laughs) Do it again, Ray. I spoke over it. Bone her. You've been booed. All right, Morgan, you're out of there. You're out of there. All right. Two people remain. (laughs) Pure country. Pure country. Hey, I got country. Yeah. (laughs) All I got. You really jumped out there to get that word country, Morgan. Yeah. Uh, Lunchbox and Eddie. Yeah. Lunchbox. What color of whale is the largest animal on earth? What color whale is the largest animal on earth? Has to be a blue whale. Is that your answer? Yeah. That is correct. Oh! I was like, I don't know if they're really blue, though. That's the only thing I've heard of is a blue whale. Are they really blue? Mm -hmm. What? They're really blue, though? They're kind of gray, but... I'm colorblind. Don't ask (laughs) me. Sorry. Eddie, (laughs) what's it called when there are no more of one kind of animal left on earth? Extinct. Correct. Lunchbox, what animal sticks out its tongue to smell the air? What animal um, sticks out its tongue to smell the air? A frog. That is incorrect. You've been boned. But that's a temporary bone. It's a, it's a possible bone. Eddie, if you get this, you win. The oh, answer is a snake. Oh, I mean. I mean, I guess a frog might. There's no I mean. That's the yeah, answer. Yeah, there's no I mean. Yeah, there's no. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie, for the win. Come on, come on, bones. What land animal can open its mouth the widest? Whoa. Land animal. You want me to say alligator or crocodile, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go with a hippo. I've you, seen them. You're not saying a crocodile or alligator. The, no, no, no. The hippos, man, their mouths go real wide. Give me a hippo. How you feel about that, Lunchbox? If you miss it, you're back in. I don't think I'm in anymore. You think you got it? <laughs> yeah. Are you drunk? <laughs> I'm just like... He's really sad. I mean, this I just, is sad. I mean, a hippo has a big mouth, so I mean, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Hungry hippo. Hungry, hungry, oh, that's hippo. it. That's why. Hungry, hungry hippo. Happy, happy Eddie. Hippo is right! Yeah! He wins again! Woo! I told you, dude. As soon as Amy got out, I'm like, I got there this. There he is, Eddie. Yeah, nice, 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 nice. Yay. Eddie wins again. I just say that to make him mad. All right. You didn't know my answer. Here's a voicemail from Miranda, who lives in Arkansas. I know how much you guys love Sonic, but there's one Sonic attraction I think you guys might want to check out. In Denton, Arkansas... We have the Sonic Ditch. It has its own Facebook page, the Highway 5 Sonic Ditch. It's on Google as a tourist attraction. There is this ditch, and it just eats cars on a daily basis. So check it out. People accidentally Fall pull in into this ditch because it's a little tricky pulling in and out, and they're in the ditch. And it's hilarious. And it's usually people from out of town. It's not hilarious <laughs> if it happens to you, but it's, so many cars have gone into this ditch. You know, you know a good Sonic whenever you go into it and you don't almost hit 
the screen with your side view mirror. Yeah. Some of them are packed so tight. Yeah. You got to really be careful. It's tough. And so a good Sonic, you have plenty of room and they don't have a big ditch. Although that's a pretty good Sonic. But yeah, there are a lot of pictures of that thing. Uh, Here is Diana from Texas. Hello, Bobby Bones. Good morning, studio. Just letting you know I'm watching Snake in the Grass and I'm already confused. 15 minutes in, they all are sus. But my question, I have a question. Why doesn't Lunchbox get on this show? I think he'd be great at it. Anyway, love you guys. I was approached about doing an episode with the whole show. Oh my goodness. Wow. Let's go. I don't know how real it is, and we don't even know if the show's going to do well yet because of, it did well on NBC that first night, but they didn't really promote it, and it was still the second highest rated show the whole night on all the networks, only behind AGT, which was the lead into it. Uh, so the show did really well, but it goes to USA on Monday. And if there's a second season, I think they're going to want me to suggest a couple different themes. And so we talked about doing an episode with the show members. Wow. Let's make sure the show gets a second season. Yeah, let's I go. Mean, we need oh, to make sure this you happens. Need to, so, you need to tell, so our listeners can do two things. One, then go to Peacock and stream it. That would be awesome for the show. Yes. And then secondly, watch it on USA at 11, 10 Central on Monday night. Let's get the top of the ratings, man. The yeah. number one. So now you're in. You really yes. didn't care that much. And, but and now then you write the producers and say, we need to be on. <laughs> no, no. Okay. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. A girl asked people online if it's normal to eat earwax and eye crust because her boyfriend is doing this and she is personally disgusted, but he thinks she's being unreasonable and that most people do this. I'm glad you brought it up. I've had it on my list to talk about for a couple days. I just couldn't because it was it's gross disgusting. to me. So yeah. gross. And I didn't want to gross out our listeners, so I'm glad Amy did because <laughs> no that, that ain't only. Uh, so he eats his earwax and his eye crust. Yeah, like when he wakes up. I can't like, imagine that tastes good, though. No. Nope. Now, if we go to some, our expert, we're checking in with our expert, Lunchbox. You eat, for example. Toenails, fingernails. So, but you take your toenails. Like, walk our listeners through what you do when you clip your toenails. So, I, well, I don't really clip them. I usually use my fingers and rip them off. <laughs> so gross. And then I line them up on my thigh, usually my right thigh, as I'm watching TV and just kind of eat them as a snack. Oh, uh, does your up. wife know this? Yeah, she's there. Okay. Does she like it? I don't know if she likes it. And sometimes, no. like, I use them as, a, like, a floss. Like, if you get something in your teeth. <laughs> a toothpick. You, yeah, toothpick. There you go. You use the... It sounds gross. What What's the story? Is, like, an expert chiming in saying it makes you healthier or anything? Well, no, I mean, she just was wondering if most people did this, because that's what her boyfriend seems to think. And I figured if no, we pulled the room, only one person probably would. But I don't think he does this. Do you eat earwax? No, I've well, never done that. Do, that's disgusting, isn't it? <laughs> it sounds uh, gross. Like gross. I, when you read the yeah. story, I was like, "This dude is disgusting." disgusting okay. Yeah, well, and then it leads into my next story <laughs> because let's say that you are grossed out by your partner and you're trying to spark some magic. A marriage coach, Shelly Warren, shared a list of things that you can do to rekindle feelings from the beginning of your relationship, which is people try to capture the first date and the butterflies that they fell. And that's one of her first tips is recreate your first date. Either go back to the exact location or if that's not possible, then do some aspect of the date, like a similar food item or something that y'all did, just do it in a different place. Well, then that means for me, I would take Caitlin to dinner and she would not think it was a date that we were just hanging out and I would think it was a date going, oh yeah, I'm doing great. So and she did. And then she, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what else? Another hack is to surprise each other once a month. It can be something small, but the idea is just once a month, do something thoughtful to show that you're thinking of them. Do you guys get flowers for your wives? Not no, really. Not, not really? flowers, no. no. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, if you, I probably three or four times a month. Wow. Really? What? 
Is so that wait, overdoing that's a week. it? You're giving flowers. I, I, mean, I say three or four, so I would say every week and a couple of days. Yes, I have a little relationship with the flower person at the, the place near my house. I'm telling you, it's such a small thing, but she would appreciate it so much. Okay. And it would be worth it because your investment would be paid back way more than what you're putting in. I mean, I did flowers on Valentine's Day. That okay. Did you take them from here? Did you steal them from here? Uh, no, I think I've got them at the grocery store. Great. But do that. Just do it randomly. Yeah. Well, no. I did. It was randomly on Valentine's Day. No, it wasn't randomly. <laughs> All right. You can surprise each other by sharing 10 things that first attracted you to them and maybe even write them down so that they have it back to look at if they're ever having you know, a bad day. Write and mail love letters. And then they'll mail. start to get excited about oh, checking Pony the mailbox. Express? Or what's that? What's yes. what, what is that about? Then they get lost. Go, no. <laughs> Never it shows is. Up. It's romantic. And then lastly, <laughs> brag on each other. Share with others what you love about your partner and make sure that they know it, which I feel like Bobby does a good job of that here. Always brags about Caitlin. Um, Ashley McBride is sharing why she's still afraid to talk to Dolly Parton. Like, if she sees her, she turns around and goes the other direction. Because 10 years ago, she was new to Nashville and got an opportunity to house sit Dolly's place. Wow. Yeah. How does that happen? I'm sure just, like, different connections here or there. And this was a job for her, and she needed the money. And she was hanging out with Dolly's niece, who decided to put bagel bites in the microwave in the actual box, and the microwave caught fire. And uh, she asked, so she's like, "I." That's I not Dolly's niece. I nearly. Ashley McBride has nothing to do with that, Dolly. That's Dolly. That's your niece. <laughs> well, Ashley still feels that she's responsible for it. After that, she lost her job, but Dolly did give her the microwave because she knew that Ashley was broke and didn't have one. She lost her job because of that? That's wow. what she says. Justice for McBride. Yeah. That's what I say. Uh, that's a funny story that she got to house sit Dolly Parton's house. That's crazy. And it almost burned down. And then I guess when she she panicked and like carried the microwave into another room, but there was a remodel happening and new wallpaper had just been put up. It sounds up, like a sitcom. And, like, <laughs> smoke was coming out and it like ruined the wallpaper. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like something you like a 70s sitcom where Jack Tripper is trying to get the microwave out of the house and get a new one in. Yeah. All right, there you go. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A man, his dog, out for a hike in Tahoe National Park. You know what I mean? But they're in a remote area when the guy falls over a cliff. Boom, 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 boom. Falls 70 feet. He broke his hip and ribs. Couldn't walk. Well, he pulls out his cell phone, and he has a little bit of service, and he calls and says, hey, I'm hurt. So they send out rescue crews. They can't find him. Luckily for him, Saul the dog goes running. Roof, 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 roof. Okay, yeah, 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 we got it. And and they're they're like, head. You have to keep going. And, and they're like, what, what is this dog doing? And the dog's like, roof, roof, yeah, okay, okay. Oh, my gosh. And Saul the dog leads him right to the owner. And they airlift him out of there. Saul the dog found the people? That's amazing. Found the rescuers. I think I'm more amazed that he had cell. Mm. Yeah. At all. No, like, no, no, no. A no. bar or two. Hold on, hold on. How does Saul know that these are the people here to save my dude? I don't know. And how does Saul know how, hey, let me, how does he know to leave his owner and be like, you know what? I'm going to go find someone. That is more amazing than the cell service. Yeah. How does Instagram know what kind of shoes I want today? Ooh. That's, you, oh, you, you watch that you watch that documentary, right? Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. How does the internet work? Yeah. That's a tough one. That's, I don't know. How are we being heard right now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think it's great. It's great. And the dog really showed up for him, it sounds like. Yeah, Saul, new name, Lassie 2.0. 
Yeah, but I don't think people know who Lassie is, like young people. Well, right, don't you think? They said, the, the sheriff's department said, it's a true Lassie moment. Yeah, it must have been old. <laughs> it's, an old it's an old man. I think we're the last generation <laughs> to understand what Lassie is. That's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. So adult life can start with a lot of financial ups and downs. And it can seem like a lot more downs than ups at first. You know, people can make mistakes and buy things that they can't afford sometimes. And then that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit. Products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Taking finances into your own hands can help turn things around. Even helping save money to rent a first apartment or a home. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. So whether you're trying to manage your money or you're trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so that you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com. That's Intuit.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. When it comes to things that I love universally, uh, my dogs, and I'll go three to one. Arkansas sports, number one, my wife. And so I love it. You know what I almost love universally is bacon because, I mean, it's hard to have bad bacon. I love bacon. I love it like not super crispy. I like that middle, like a little bit of crisp on it, but also a little bit of soft. And when it comes to bacon, the best bacon, and again, I love bacon. The best bacon is right brand bacon. It's awesome. So awesome that I had some sent to me and I came back. It was up here in the studio and it was gone. And Eddie took a whole case home, but where he blew it was he posted it on Instagram. Bacon is awesome. So let me tell you about Right Brand Bacon. It is so good that if you cook bacon for people at your house, they're going to be like, well, what's happening here? Like, you, you in an extra good mood today? Nope, it's just the bacon. I'm talking about the number one thick cut, flip your whole world upside down type of bacon. The thickness of it, how it's actually real wood smoked, it is unbelievable. Almost indescribable. I cannot tell you about it with words and how good it is. Do yourself a favor and get you some right brand bacon and experience bacon the right way. 
You know, for all intents and purposes, Florida Georgia Line, they're broken up. They're not making any music together. They don't like each other anymore. That's rumor on the street. They are playing some shows because they're contractually obligated to play them till basically the end of fall. Now, the lead singer is Tyler Hubbard. He's the one that goes, yeah, baby. So he came over to the house. <laughs> it's a really good interview. He's super vulnerable. He's very generous with his answers. But I was, after learning, like, his life story on the Bobbycast, I was like, what's the deal with you guys? Like, did you break up because of political re- reasons? Did you? And so I said, okay, you're offered a million bucks to play a wedding. Would you do it? Here's his answer. You yeah. get a million bucks to play a wedding together. Uh, Probably not. Probably not right now. And I ha- and I have had to turn down some dates because if you don't cut it off completely, it'll always be there and it always can- creates more confusion for the fans. They don't know what's going on. At this point, I needed to fully, fully stop one thing to be able to fully focus on another because it really does take all the capacity that I have, <laughs> all the creativity, all the schedule, all the time. But it wouldn't take that much time to go play a wedding for three hours. That's for a million, million bucks. And he said, no. And that's so private. You, you yeah. take whatever you want from that. Just, uh, just Ray, play me the first part of that again. You yeah. get a million bucks to play a wedding together. Uh, Probably not. Probably Dude, not. wow. That is incredible. And that they had to play shows together. You had to watch that show just going, they want to punch each other in the face right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that they physically want to fight. I think they're just over it. So I don't know that they want to strangle each other. I don't think there's a hatred like that. I think they're just over it. But they're going to have to act like it's fun up there. Yeah, they're going to have to high-five on stage, you know, when they're doing cruise and everything. I'm not saying they're not um, exaggerating an emotion that people expect from them. Right. But they're still making a whole lot of money to do these shows. They may not want to be up there doing them, but they also know that they're still very blessed to be able to do them. I do believe that. I don't think they want to punch each other as they're doing the show. But I think they're over it. Both of them are over it. So they it's have separate dressing hard. rooms. It's hard. Like, yeah. I would feel like if that was They probably have separate dressing rooms forever, Lunchbox. Do you think duos just like... <laughs> I'm sure they hang out together. Like, like even when you're backstage? Me and Bobby have separate dressing rooms sometimes. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, because you have to get dressed. <laughs> we well, don't do everything I mean, together. I really thought that when you're a duo or a trio, you just sit back there together in your You'd room. You'd probably do it first. And you probably live together at first, too. They did. Anyway, check it out. It's the Bobbycast with Tyler Hubbard. Okay, over to Amy with the Morning Corny. The morning corny. Why did the artist only take showers? Why? They couldn't draw a bath. (laughs) (laughs) That was the morning corny. All right, coming up in the mailbag, a mom grounded her son. He's 16. She tells us why, and she said, is this too much? Then we will do two truths and a lie and try to give another listener $5,000. $5,000 on the line. We got money, money, money right now to give away. Patina is on. Patina, where do you live? I live in Wilcox, Arizona. Uh, Patina, we've had nobody win. We have 5000 bucks up for grabs and nobody's won. Have you heard the other players? I have. How many did you get right? Any? I got two right that I've listened to. Okay. Oh, wow. two out of three. Okay, so what's going to happen is... You're going to have a chance to win $5,000. Just see if you can spot the lie. So what's going to happen is me, Amy, and Eddie will all tell you a little story. One of us is lying. If you can pick out the lie, you win all the cash. And you're finding the liar because USA's new competition reality show, Snake in the Grass, gives four contestants a chance at $100,000. The only catch is they have to find out the liar. If they fail... That liar, the snake, leaves with all the money. Spot the lies, catch the snake, win the cash. Snake in the Grass premieres Monday, 11, 10 Central on USA. Okay. Everybody ready? Ready. All right. Spot the lie, Patina. Now, you're, Patina's watching us, too. So she can also see us. We can see her. So part of it, maybe it's visual. I don't know. Up first, 
Amy. When I was 24 years old, I sneezed and my back completely went out on me. I could not move, walk, do anything, and I was at work. So my mom had to come to my job, pick me up, load me into the back seat of her car so I could like lay down flat because I couldn't even <laughs> sit up straight to buckle. And she took me to the doctor immediately. And from then on out, it was multiple doctor's appointments and it took me weeks to recover. So you sneezed and you were out weeks? Yes. Okay, that is Amy's story. Up next, me. I met Hugh Hefner in 2014. Do you guys know who Hugh Hefner is? Yeah. Yes. Play the Playboy old yeah. guy. The old guy from Playboy, yeah. I was in California at dinner, and I was with some TV executives, and I was pitching a TV show idea. They cleared out a table next to us while we were eating dinner. We, I, and I thought they were just, like, making sure no one could use the table. But they cleared everything off of it and put a couple settings, and in came Hugh Hefner. And I thought like a bunny would be with him. It was some other dude. So Hugh Hefner <laughs> and some other dude sat at the table, and I tried not to stare, but I went to the bathroom. Later on, I'm in the bathroom. He comes into the bathroom, and it's just us two in there, and he asked if I had any gum. I didn't, and that was it. That's the end of the story. There's no cool thing there. But I'm in the bathroom, and Hugh Hefner said, hey, do you happen to have any gum? I said, I, 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 I don't. And then that was it. We never talked again. Wow. So that was my story meeting Hugh Hefner. All right, Eddie. I once almost died in a hospital in North Carolina. I went over there for a wedding. I had a staph infection in my leg, and during the wedding, it had just gotten huge, almost softball size. I'm like, I have to go to the ER. So I go to the ER, and the doctor said, this is really bad. We're going to have to admit you into the hospital. And it ended up being a week-long visit. They said that there was no antibiotics were sticking, so they had to come up with a weird concoction of antibiotics to actually kill this staph infection. They said it was almost lethal, but they wow. saved me. You almost died? I almost died. Was it hurting so bad? Is that oh why my you went in? Gosh, it was the worst pain ever. Because I would think if you're in a different state, to go to the ER, it'd have to be really bad. It hurt really bad. It was during the wedding. I had to leave the wedding and say, I've got to go to the hospital, guys. They were getting married and you left? Yep. Uh, it was it was a reception. They had already gotten married. So right in the middle of Twist and Shout, or the Twist, <laughs> yeah. you had to jump? <laughs> Man, it was the conga train. Okay, so Patina, you've heard our stories. Amy, she sneezed and was out for weeks, basically, because she blew her back out. At 24 years old. I met Hugh Hefner in a bathroom, but this part of the story is not that uh, really exciting. He just asked me for a piece of gum. <laughs> and then Eddie almost died in a North Carolina hospital when he went to Carolina for a wedding. All right, Patina, you're there in Arizona. $5,000 is up for grabs. How are you feeling right now? Okay, so all three were quite convincing. Um, I am debating between Bobby and Eddie. As the lie. As the lie, yeah. So you're going to lock Amy in Amy as the truth. truth. You're, you're 100% saying that story from Amy is the truth. I do. I've heard that. Even the slightest movement, you can throw your back at it. It's awful. So I believe her. Oh. Well, I thought you said you heard that story. I was like, I've never yeah, heard that either. story. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you're locking Amy in as the truth. So I need you to say that, Patina. Yes. Yes, you are what? Locking Amy in as the truth teller. Okay, Amy, she says that's the truth. So we'll go to you first. You're 24 years old. Did you blow your back out sneezing? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. In, in weeks? It took weeks to get back? Oh, yeah. My spine was very crooked. It was almost like this weird. It was like a twisty. My spine looked very weird. And that's when I... I've, you probably know this part of the story is when I that's when I started seeing a chiropractor that would make me put bowling shoes on when I would go mm. there 
And you would you make fun of me that I was going to a witch doctor. How hard of a sneeze was this? Well, the thing is, it was when I was selling granite before I came to work with y'all. And I would walk around the granite yard in high heels because I was also in sales. So I would have to do sales So calls. your back was also messed so up. So I was dressed up but doing a lot of walking. And so I think from the high heels, I just sneezed and it, I, wow. it was very painful. And I mean, I honestly, I've had back pain ever since, but it's not as bad. So... 50-50 shot right now, Patina. You got Eddie, who's at a wedding in North Carolina, goes to the emergency room, almost dies. You have me. I'm going to a bathroom in California. Hugh Hefner asked me for gum. I didn't have any. Are you nervous right now, or do you feel pretty good about it? I am. I'm very nervous. I can't decide, but Eddie's my favorite, and he wouldn't lie to me. Would I? Well, Eddie actually... I mean, we we kind of all decided this before, so we don't get to choose if we're lying <laughs> when we come on. So, but okay. So Eddie uh, almost died in North Carolina. I met Hugh Hefner in a bathroom. Which one do you feel like is the lie? I feel like your story might be a lie, Bobby. Might. Yes. Are you committed to me being the liar for five thousand dollars? Oh my goodness. I sure hope so. I hope you're lying to me, Bobby. No, no, no hopes. Patina, we have to like say <laughs> definitive terms like I yeah. pick you as the liar, Bobby. I am sure you are lying, Bobby. I like it. $5,000 up for grabs. So the story is I met Hugh Hefner in a bathroom in my dreams. That did not happen. She wins! Yeah! She wins! Wow. <laughs> Patina, you just won 5000 You're the first that's, one to win. How do you feel right now? Great. She feels so great. She's so loud. She's overmodulating her computer, and we can't hear her. All right, Patina, so you've won $5,000. Uh, you are correct. I did lie to you. The whole story was made oh. up. And not only that, you're going to come back. Scuba, she's going to come back and play for... For $40,000. $40,000. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So you just won 5000 and you're going to come back and compete for $40,000. Two truths and a lie. Uh, go ahead and turn her down. And let me say this. On Monday night, it is the premiere of Snake in the Grass on USA Network. Please watch it. And the show really wants you to watch it. Everybody wants you to watch it. Snake in the Grass premieres August 1st, Monday, 11, 10 Central on USA. And if you don't mind, go ahead and DVR right now. So if you do miss it, you can watch it after that. All right, Patina won 5000 bucks. That's awesome news. And we'll come back. It is time for Fun Fact Friday, and leading us off is Mackenzie from Arizona. Fun Fact for Friday. Did you guys know that being lactose intolerant means that you have actually a normal gene, where if you are able to drink milk, that actually means you have a mutated gene, meaning your gene was altered. Thought it was pretty cool. Happy Friday. So uh, us as humans, we shouldn't be able to drink milk, but because we had to at some point to survive, those folks were able to... That, there we go. So that's funnish. Okay, I like funnish. All right, let's go. Fun fact Friday. Yeah! Around the room, it's fun fact time. We're gonna start off with lunchbox. Oh, guys, clownfish. Anybody fans of clownfish? Nemo. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know what that was. Yeah, yeah, Nemo. yeah. Go ahead. Here's something crazy. All clownfish are born male, and then later in life they decide I'm gonna be a chick. They change. <laughs> What? Legit? Really? They're all born male. That's crazy. Interesting. Wow. I wonder how they decide. When they decide. Or is when. it the same mm-hmm. at all times? Or it, is it different? I don't think he has the answer. No, it literally just says, and later in life, they can decide if they want to be a female. 
Oh, do they have to become a female? No. I got a lot of questions. They don't have to. Okay. So they don't all go to female. No, they don't all do. Some decide, you know what? I'm not liking this. I'm going to be a female. Oh, boom. It, boom. That's really? awesome. That. Yeah. Well, I just searched it up real quick, and the dominant fish becomes the female in the relationship. Classic. So they get together. They determine <laughs> who's dominant. Oh, la, la. So you get and to be female. And they're hermaphrodites, so they can change. Wow. Yeah, thanks for following up, Amy, on Lunch Punch <laughs> Fun Fact. All right, here we go. Let's go to Morgan. Okay, so we are only born with two natural fears. The fear of falling and the fear of loud sounds. How do they know? Like, what? how do they talk to a baby? Hey, <laughs> hey kid, let me interview you. Like, okay, go ahead. All other fears and phobias are learned or acquired later in life. Those are the only two ones that we're actually supposed to have. Oh, wow. All right, fill in the blank. I'm scared of blank. Morgan. Spiders. Amy. Heights. Lunchbox. Snakes. Oh. Eddie. Intruders. Oh, yeah, I forgot that's your thing. Love, that's your thing, yeah. Yeah, mine's heights as well. Hate heights. All right, thank you, Morgan. Let's go to Eddie. Did you know that koalas have fingerprints just like us? They are so human-like that in Australia, detectives have gotten fingerprints at crime scenes and thought they were looking for a criminal. Turns out it was just a koala. You're right. That's not true. That's not true. There's yes. no way. Yes, it is. There's no way. Amy, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's her job Fun now. Fun fact, Friday fact checker. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I believe you that their fingerprints are probably pretty distinct and cool. The but I can't believe that the five O's are like, all right, Chuck, what do you think? What do you, what do you got? Well, uh, it's either uh, Michael Wilson on Third <laughs> Avenue or Calvin the Koala. We, we, no, <laughs> it's more like, guys, we can't find the criminal. Oh, you know why? Because it's wow. a koala. Wow, wow, wow. What do you have? Mm, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, they, they have been confused for humans in cases. Thank you, Amy. That's crazy. That's fun, too. That's huh? great. That's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fun. All right, Amy. Fun fact, go. <laughs> One of the headlines was, you might just be able to frame a koala for your crime. <laughs> okay, so I just thought that this was really cool and very smart, but Nas, you know, he's a rapper? Yeah. You know? Yes, uh, it, by the, some considered the greatest rapper of all yeah, time. Nas, yeah. not Lil Nas. Yeah, not Lil, not Lil, not Nas, Lil Nas, X. Nas X. He named himself after Nas. Right. Jay-Z's nemesis for much of his... Yes, go ahead. Nas, so... He listed his seven-year-old daughter as an executive producer on his fifth studio album to ensure that she would receive royalty payments at all. That's time. pretty good. That's crazy. Here are some songs you may know by Nas. Do you know any songs by Nas? Um, if I ruled, ruled the world. world. That's right. Yeah, good. Um, da, da, da. Do you guys know that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chiwale Wale. Yeah. You know that one? No. No? Mm-mm. Okay, Eddie. <laughs> all right. And final, your final fun. Your final fun fact. Uh, Disney World is twice the size of Manhattan, which is New wow. York City with all the buildings. Like, that's the part of New York City that you see on TV, all the big, tall that's buildings. That's bananas. Mm-hmm. Disney World, located in Orlando, covers 43 square miles. Wow. It's twice the size of Manhattan or the size of San Francisco. Disney World is the size of San Francisco. And to think that people walk those every day. Like you yeah, but not all, all of it. You don't, yeah. walk all, you don't walk all 43 miles. Mm-mm. Dang right, you do. No, you no, don't. You, don't. you <laughs> want to see the yeah. whole park? And he's like, I paid for it. I better walk it. <laughs> but 43 miles, that's what it is. And it's that San Francisco. Crazy. It's twice Manhattan. Yeah. Wow. He's just blown away by that one. I, I mean, no, no. Because you look at Manhattan and all those buildings, you're like, yeah. man, that's huge. That's happening. But it's not even as big as Disney World. It's half as big. Yeah, you need two of those. There you go. Crazy, huh? All right. Fun Fact Friday. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way 
to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer, and I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. So adult life can start with a lot of financial ups and downs, and it can seem like a lot more downs than ups at first. You know, people can make mistakes and buy things that they can't afford sometimes, and then that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit, products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Taking finances into your own hands can help turn things around, even helping save money to rent a first apartment or a home. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. So whether you're trying to manage your money or you're trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so that you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com. That's Intuit.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. When it comes to things that I love universally, uh, my dogs, and I'll go three to one. Arkansas sports, number one, my wife. And so I love it. You know what I almost love universally is bacon because, I mean, it's hard to have bad bacon. I love bacon. I love it like not super crispy. I like that middle, like a little bit of crisp on it, but also a little bit of soft. And when it comes to bacon, the best bacon, and again, I love bacon. The best bacon is right brand bacon. It's awesome, so awesome that I had some sent to me, and I came back. It was up here in the studio, and it was gone. And Eddie took a whole case home, but where he blew it was he posted it on Instagram. Bacon is awesome, so let me tell you about Right Brand Bacon. It is so good that if you cook bacon for people at your house, they're going to be like, well, what's happening here? Like, you, you in an extra good mood today? Nope, it's just the bacon. I'm talking about the number one thick cut, flip your whole world upside down type of bacon, the thickness of it, how it's actually real wood smoked. It is unbelievable. Almost indescribable. I cannot tell you about it with words and how good it is. Do yourself a favor and get you some right brand bacon and experience bacon the right way. The Friday Morning Conversation with Ronnie Dunn. All right, the lead singer of Brooks and Dunn, Ronnie Dunn, is walking into the studio now. Ray, let me get some of that intro music. Uh, Brooks and Dunn, Boots Goon Boogie from 1991. Here he is. Come on, baby, let's go, Boots There he comes. There he is. Clap your hands. We're on. Yes, there he is. Welcome, 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 welcome. Have a seat. 
Boots, Scoot. <laughs> How's everybody? We're pretty good. How you doing? I'm good. It's good I'm to good. see you. You know, I was, listen, I feel like I'm very lucky that you come to, our, to the studio a couple times and you grace us with your presence and I feel fortunate about that. So I was looking up some stuff, like I was going, I was digging deep about you, trying to find some stuff I didn't even know oh God. so I could talk to you about it. So I'm going to ask you in a second, I had no idea you like redesigned air trailers or there's, there's trailers. Mm. You have every hobby I've ever heard of. You get bored, you know, you know, <laughs> you're like a creative type. I just, had, I mean, interior design. Brie Book came up with a, uh, Airstream idea when we were out in Vegas, you know, because everybody's in trailers out there and they go out in the desert and do this stuff. And she goes, she came up one day and she goes, would you, uh, would you do a trailer for me? But you were already I, doing I, this though. It's yeah, I talk about it all the time. Yeah. I got some guys that, that work for me. They can do anything. So we just kind of treated it like a house when we you went to it and did all the color palettes and set out all the, the, the fabrics and hides and that kind of stuff. She had to have a little bit cowgirl, you know. Were you an artsy kid? I don't know. No, it's just all I ever remember about being a kid was being real, just excessively skinny. That's <laughs> no memory except being skinny. That's it. I, yeah, that's, that's my trauma. When, and, uh, when you were stopped. 12, though, like, did you play ball? Were you already doing music? I, no, I wanted to play ball so bad. I wanted to be an athlete just really bad. And I can remember the coach coming to our fifth grade room, uh, like study hall. And he said, anybody that uh, wants to go out for football, go down to the library. And uh, uh, so... Shoot, I'm the first out the door. But I'm like, I'm like a, as big around as a pencil, maybe. I was the smallest guy in the in the in the school until I was probably in in uh, my senior year in high school. Anyway, he looks out in the room and he goes, You, you, you and looks at me and goes, You go to the band room. <laughs> or back to study hall. So I went to the band room. Tried to make me play cl- uh, clarinet. I see it though. Yeah, it's just no, you what? I like that. I can see you playing clarinet. I think that's your natural, your natural instrument. No, I'm thinking chicks, man. I went, uh, uh-uh, uh, we're not going to do that. I want a saxophone, so I played sax for a while, you know. And uh, if I gave you a saxophone right now, could you make it do anything that it's supposed to do? No, no, mm-hmm. no. It's like quitting golf or something, you know. For, for probably you know, 25 years, you kind of had to work up to it. We, well, we have one here. Bring it in. Get, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'd be funny. Huh? Uh, Ronnie's here because he's got a new album. We're going to talk about this. It's out today. And I want to start, and we're going to get to the Parker McCollum song in a second because we're going to play it. But I do want to talk about Jake Worthington. How, because Jake's on a song with you called Honky Tonk Town. It may have been the first song that you teased or one of the first songs that you teased when you're talking about the project. Yeah. How did you link up with Jake Worthington? We, uh, we were uh, all doing the, the Hardy uh, project. And, uh, the the mixtape or the the Hicks tape? Yeah, the Hicks tape. Yeah. Thing. And uh, this this I mean I just dropped in and did my verse and uh, at the end the third verse uh, when I got the, got the master from Joey uh, over at Big Loud uh, this voice comes on and I'm going holy cow where did that guy come from because it was real like down in the dirt country he sounded to me like like Lefty Frizzell. I mean, if you don't know who that is, Google him. You'll, you'll go get it. But he really does. And he's this just down home, uh, like, I think he's like a welder or something by trade in uh, uh, Houston. But it's cool. But you, you, if you haven't already done it, you, you're going to love interviewing him. I haven't interviewed him. I mean, he is as humble, just, I don't know. It, it's, But he's funny, too, at the same time. I'm going to play a clip of this. This is Honky Tonk Town. It is with Jake Worthington here. Gotta find me a honky tonk town. One that plays that honky That's a good one. You like that one? 
Yeah, yeah. You can't hear it, but you like it? <laughs> yeah. Right. What if I said you like it? He goes, no, I don't like that one at all. Not my favorite. That'd be a funny answer. To, <laughs> yeah. But I think Ronnie would say that if he was really yeah. felt it. I wouldn't have put it on the record, but there it is. The album is 100 Proof Neon. Uh, it's Ronnie Dunn. So whenever you're putting out individual projects, and you and you know Brooks and Dunn are still touring, yeah. is that a thing? Are you is is I mean, what's that? Do you get to play any of them, or is it weird? So far, we, we just haven't worked that out because Kix has done some stuff too. But uh, no, it's just a hodgepodge right now. But I think it, it, to me, it's just we're, we're at that stage to where, hey, you know what? We can we can show our individual personalities of what we do and still come back and, and not water down Brooks and Dunn. You know, back back in the day, I think that was a big label fear. I mean, just like, no, you can't go sing with someone, so or you can't go do this project with somebody else. So it just seemed like every time I turned around, I was getting cut off at the pass and kicks too. So as soon as, as soon as we decided to, to to give it up for a while, I mean, we we both ran out not not to run out there and, and be successful solo artists, but to do music that an individual guy could do. There's there's certain songs that as Brooks and Dunn, as, you know, like kind of love songs or whatever you can't do. It's two guys. You know. Oh, because people would think you're singing it to each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like I'm that not going to hold hands with him. He's going to hold hands with me. But yeah, I would like that. You know, he's a redneck. I'd like to he see that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 100 Proof Neon's a record. Ronnie is here. I'm going to play the single now. This is Road to Abilene, which you wrote, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And you called Parker McCollum. He said, hey, do the song with me or what? Yeah, yeah. He just came down in his big white hot rod uh, Corvette. <laughs> uh, you have his gold chain on? You have... That guy walks in, and I like Parker a lot, but he walks in, and I'm like, I'm not going to like this guy. And then you spend time with him, and you're like, oh, I love this guy. Oh, I, no, I felt the same way. He's kind of, kind of got that Texas you know, subtle standoff thing. And then at the end of it, he goes, man, thank you so much for letting me do this. This is the most fun thing I've done or whatever. Yeah, he's awesome. Dude, I like it. The Friday Morning Conversation with Ronnie Dunn. I have an idea for you. Would you like to hear an idea? Yeah. It'll probably help your career a lot. Um, so... On this record that you have out, you got a couple features, Jake Worthington, which we talked about a minute ago, yeah. and the song with Parker McCollum, which we played. Yeah. If you did a song, not on this record, 100 Proof Neon, maybe the deluxe edition. I think about it here. Ronnie Dunn featuring Kix Brooks. <laughs> well, then I'd have to turn around and do a Kix Brooks <laughs> featuring Ronnie Dunn. That would just be Brooks and Dunn, though, right? Would there you, we go. Would, Back to it. Would, Back I mean, to the moneymaker. That would be funny, though. It would be like, I'm confused. <laughs> What's going They'd on? They'd be here? so confused. They'd be like, I need to see what this is about. But it was just that. Uh, so when you have to search for people or you want to search for people that are on a song, like, what do you look for? Because I'm sure you get asked to do stuff all the time. Yeah. No, I just find people I like. That's it. I haven't called. Yeah. Do a song. Well, you want, you want, yeah. Let's do one. <laughs> <laughs> I got a call the other day, to, to uh, or Tuesday. I was on the way back from Alabama. We've been having fun at uh, Lake Martin, got a text. You say Lake Martin uh-huh. on the lake. I'm going to ask you about that yeah. in a second, but go ahead. All right. Anyway, uh, uh, I can't say who it is, but I uh, wanted to do a duet and do a duet's project, and uh, I'll let him do all the hoopla about it. So it's, you said yes? Yeah. Right Have on. you said no recently? Uh, no, 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 no. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of careful about what i do but i think in today's age it's like hey if it's if, if the song the song dictates it to me you know not not who it is you ever been on a comedy song before what, yeah. what? a comedy song you ever been on one of those no okay you're writing it 
Well, that's what we did. I mean, we tore. We tore. We tore like Brooks and Dunn. I know you do. You were doing your your show when we were doing Bridgestone the other. That's night. true. That and, and you can't come to the next shows even to watch because you're on the road again. Uh, you work too much. You can't yeah. even enjoy life now. You know when it rains, it pours. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie Dunn is here. A hundred proof neon. When you do the album title, do you put neon in purposefully to reflect one of Brooks and Dunn's most famous songs? Or do you put it in because it just feels like, and to me, neon feels like a 90s thing just in general. Mm-hmm. Is it that, is that word, what does that mean to you? Uh, it, it means that I must gravitate to it subconsciously because I took the project home as I was, I was doing it all, almost through, finished with it, and my wife goes, every, every freaking song on there says neon. She goes, can't you come up with something other than neon? Like, I said, well, everybody's doing pickups. And, uh, so finally, I just thought about it. I went, okay, I, no, I'm not going to change anything. I'll just call it 100 Proof Neon. Just, What's 100 Proof? I don't, proof like I 100 Proof Whiskey. But I don't drink, so I don't know know the stuff that like cool guys like you that drink. Yeah, you. well, like, after last weekend, I wish I didn't have not either. <laughs> <laughs> so 100 Proof, what's a, what's a whiskey? What's a proof of a good whiskey? Proof? Yeah. Well, it's, it's just, I mean, that, that, that number dictates the amount of uh, alcohol in it. So 100 proof would be 100%? proof is that, pretty, pretty strong. Would that be 100%? Yeah. So well, no. No. It's got to be mixed with I have something. no idea. Like, I'm asking. <laughs> I don't know. Y'all tell it's me, hard right? To see <laughs> you're going to get. Like, there's certain, like, types of alcohol that aren't going to get you as feeling Yeah, but it's 100, 100%. Give you that uh, that feeling. Like, what's a beer? Like, I've seen like, 151 right, in that already. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Or moonshine. That's right. That's right. He's going to blind in one eye, not both, that's a 300 proof. Oh, On this record, I feel like I hear like multiple fiddles at the same time, yeah. like steel guitars. Yeah. Like whenever you're kind of having the idea for this sonically, is that important to you to keep a lot of the traditional, what we feel like is traditional 90s yeah. sound in, in it? Yeah. Well, to me, it's traditional. It's like, like, like 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. You know, That's twin fiddles. That was all a big part of what, what, what I was doing. Is that something you seek out purposefully? Like, yes. I definitely want to have this in because this is what I'm feeling like this whole project's going to be. Yes, when we're writing, uh, uh, a certain song he goes, it lends itself to twin fiddles, and hardly anyone does twin fiddles anymore. But that's kind of a regional thing, Texas, Oklahoma. Uh, well, that's you. Wyoming, Montana. Where do you consider yourself to be from? Ooh, that, that's a hard one, Bobby. It really it is. I went to 12 schools in 13 years. We were moving all the time. Dad was in like the, the pipeline business, you know, as like a gauger, like a, a real like down in the dirt worker, blue collar worker. But oh, but our grandparents were all from El Dorado, Arkansas, so there was that. But if it, if you're on Prices Right, and they were like, "Hey, Ronald, who where are you from? <laughs> where would it say? Where would you say you're from?" I don't know. Toss a coin. I would say I was born in Texas, and I spent more time there than, than any any other place. So you would say Texas? Yeah, yeah. And what part of Texas? West Texas, way west, in a little town called Coleman, the south of uh, Abilene. So I assume a lot of oil over there. Yeah. And that was that pretty much the economy. That you guys lived in, like where the oil was, that, that's where your dad went? That's, and that's pretty much it. What do you remember about that as a kid? Uh, just moving a lot. I mean, like being a, and actually living in some, in some cool places like New Mexico. Lived there for a while. Uh, but it, it, we lived on, a, on an oil lease because he was in charge of a certain region. So we were out in the middle of all these canyons and stuff. And no one was around. We just had the, you know, we, we, as kids, we, we just ran amok. You know, in the desert, 
there was no one around. What does that mean, run amok? And in the, the desert, it seems like there's a lot to do. You know what run amok means. I, I don't, I've never run amok, actually, to well, this day. I've never run amok. I cannot imagine you've never run I've never run amok at all. <laughs> Your parents say, get out of the house, go play outside. So what? We run amok. It's kind of, um, it's, it's undefined. You know, you just, whatever you, wherever you end up, you know, you're in the pack. Do you muck now? Oh, yeah, I run amok now way more than I ran amok when I was smaller. Yeah. When you're at the lake in Alabama, what does a lake weekend consist of for you? Well, uh, I mean, I was getting the boat and cruising. And, How big's the boat? Uh, let's let's talk real here. No, it was like a 42-foot something. You ever been on a yacht? Oh, yeah. I'd never been on a yacht. Really? I just, I just see people on— well, You work all the time. But I see people you got to get out. No, but I see people on TMZ on yachts, and I'm like, I've never, been, I never even been on a yacht. <laughs> Y'all uh, both accused uh, each uh, other of working uh, too much and how y'all both need to get out. Yeah, really? Okay, so I see you on a bicycle online the other day. Yeah, bicycle. With Caitlin. Yes, bicycle. Right, out in the desert. A bicycle. pretty fancy place, <laughs> Yeah, it's not a yacht. Right? No, it's a, it's a mountain. It's well, in Utah. Well, I know, but you make it sound like you, you know, you, come on, you've not been on a yacht. Who, I'm, how would I be on a yacht? I don't even That's know somebody. That's not very normal. You're, you're Bobby Bob. I don't even know. <laughs> you know? I don't know a person that owns okay, a so, yacht. I don't even okay. know a person that owns a houseboat. <clears throat> a lake yacht. I don't I, even know one of those. I'm, I'm there. With you. you have a houseboat? Uh, no, no, oh. I did have out on uh, Center Hill for a while. Uh, not a houseboat, but uh, Daytona, like like the race, country music and NASCAR kind of run parallel in some ways. So uh, every year, uh, Roger Penske, Dale Earnhardt, and Felix Sabatis, who invented Donkey Kong, they would all show up in their yachts, and the one that had the longest uh, yacht got the preferred parking place, and they'd all three line up. So when people weren't at the race, after the race, pre-race, and all that, they would all walk out and gawk at the, the you know, the 250 foot, 251 foot yacht. There's a yacht measuring contest. Yeah, and between then, those three guys, yeah. we know what yacht stood for for them too. Yeah. Then you go on, you have to take your shoes off. There's that. You go onto all their yachts. Uh huh. But the yacht, that's the ocean. I mean, that's the Gulf, the ocean. Where is that? Let's, let's see. What was it? It would be the Gulf, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Daytona have... side of Florida. And what's the difference in a yacht and another another big boat? You can go down in it. No, there's actually I actually read a thing uh, the other uh, yesterday on it. Now they show you how my short term memory works. But there's a term for an 88 foot boat, and then there's another term for when it turns into a yacht at like a certain amount of footage but what's the but like they're hot you, right now everybody's you, buying them i guess because they're kind of cheap but i don't know um so you're out you're finishing the tour with brooks and dunn so right. then what do you do as far as performing wise don't know i'm panicking are you getting a little nervous oh really uh-huh i'm do trying you, to come up with something to do i may go out and and, and uh, line some some dates up to just to for fun to promote this so if you go and play these, if you're by yourself, can you play a few Brooks and Dunn songs too? That's, or is, is that in the rules? No, that's, yeah, yes. No, there's, there are no rules about that. We can do whatever we want to. Because you know? we, we, we wrote the, the majority of that stuff. Like We didn't write My Maria, so I don't know. I don't think, you know, Kix goes out and does stuff. So I don't think anybody cares. What's interesting, and you can tell me I'm wrong here, but from my Brooks and Dunn knowledge, it seems like one of either one of you wrote most of rarely did you two write a song together that was massive uh, it, no initially we did we wrote a lot and then then we hit the road we had like four number ones in a row and just hit the road immediately and, and took off so we got to see a whole lot of one another and our, our time at home our free time was was kind of 
precious. You know, you get to spend time with your wife and kids. And uh, that was uh, kind of put a, a damper on a lot of it. Every now and then we'd be on the bus or something on a long trip, California, whatever, and we'd, we'd stop for a couple of days and, 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 and write. We wrote uh, Red Dirt Road. Uh, uh, he jumped up on the bus one day uh, after a show one night and, and said, I, I said, we need a, <clears throat> we need a song that, that kind of depicts the, the feel of the, of the album. And uh, we spouted off that chorus and uh, uh, traded off on the, cor- on the verses and away we, away we went. Whenever but, you look back at Brooks and Dunn, the, the massive hits that you guys had, which one that you were part of writing was just the easiest? And it was almost wrote in an hour, like a quick, quick write, and you're like, uh, wow. Not, not. I'm slow. I'm slow. You know, I don't know how. I don't know how, how staff guys do it. You know, music or writers. If someone t- said to me one time, uh, "Is a writer here here on the row?" and uh, asked the same question, and I said, uh, "I don't know. Sometimes it'll take me like three, four months, maybe so, maybe a year if I'm like really stuck on it or something like that." And he laughed and he says, "Man, in, in my opinion, if it's." If it takes more than three hours, it's it's not worth the time. I'm thinking, oh. wow, wow, mm-hmm. but but that's his deal. No, you wow, know? that you it would take a year. Yeah, yeah. So you write it down and go, it's not it, and then you come back to it later. Yeah, I just leave it. I leave it in a folder file and just kind of come back to it. Well, the flip side of that question, then which one do you think took the longest? Where you started and it was years later when you're like, oh, okay, I feel like we got it now. Neon Moon was 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 one that that stretched out for a while. What about it wasn't right for a while? Yeah, yeah. Like, what about it? Which direction did it go, or what was different about it at first? Uh, at first, it was it was it was more like two four country, you know, and, and but not the same same lyric, same hook, and, and that stuff. And I, I like, nah, nah, I don't like that. And then uh, then this this version that you hear every now and then is the one I went with. I thought that was the case. The one that made it is the one you went with. Yeah. When I was thinking about it, I was like, I bet the one that we hear now is the one. <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, I'm going to ask you a couple more questions in a second, but I want to play a little more of this. From 100 Proof Neon, uh, let's play a little bit of Where the Neon Lies. Uh, this is Ronnie Dunn right here. Where the neon lies, everything's all right. The whiskey melts, oh, Like, I'm 42, and I can already feel my voice... Like, the youthfulness of my voice is Bro, not the same. Up age no, I'm just saying, why? you. What your voice is still as pure now. It feels like to me, and I've been lucky enough to either sing right beside you or watch you. Cl- what are you doing, or are you just l- genetically lucky? Like, what's how does it stay the same? I think it's probably genetics, you know. I mean, when I first sing, I, I think there's a difference. Like, I used to call myself like a bean-nosed oaky, you know, somebody puts a bean up their nose and tries to sing with that high deal. But as I get older, it, it's, it's deepened a hair. It's kind of just got just a little bit of character, more character to it. And I think you get more comfortable. Have you changed the keys of any songs? Nope. 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 Tempted nice. at first, you know, of some of these runs when you're, before you get in shape, but it's a muscle, you know, and uh, once you, once you get it in shape and you're, you're out and running and I stay, I run a rest and I don't, I don't, you know, get involved with that 100% proof whiskey when I'm out on the road. Mm-hmm. I do it at the lake. When you're at the lake, back to that, what what are you doing at the lake? Are you just sitting in a cove with 22-year-olds listening to Pitbull or what? Oh, yeah. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> this week was uh, they were having a, a like a, a lake poker run. So you had to go from one end to the other. 
and uh, get at these stations and you pull up to a, a, a dock or whatever and uh, they give you a card and then they write it down and then you go to five different places and whoever has the, the best hand wins, you know, Couple of grand, or that's what rich people do. Who wow. puts that together? That's the craziest game I ever heard of. No, it's what? nuts. They have no. There were there were there were like party barges, I call them, or pontoon boats with giant pink flamingos on them, and you know, big you know, what d- floppy dice that they hang from the, the the mirrors, but but massive, and they dress up. It was like Mardi Gras on the water. What's mm-hmm. the Facebook group you're in that gets to do all this stuff? Like, how does this communicated amongst? Yeah. It's just it's a cultural thing, but they've been doing it for years. A traditional thing down there. I, so. Well, I never heard of such thing. I didn't have a boat, had, though. I hadn't either. I got a trolling motor. That's about it. I don't even got a flat bottom to I used put to it have on. A trolling motor. I yeah, I don't even have that. Uh, <laughs> Ronnie Dunn is here. I got two questions for you. And I, I'm going to ask this. It's a dumb question, but I'm serious asking it. When it's people see you and once they understand or recognize you, they treat you differently because you are uh, you're famous. You've had a great uh, career in country music. People know you. What is it like for people to just love you wherever you go? Do you ever just go, man, I'm trying to go somewhere. People don't know who I am, so I don't get that. That's real, but it may not be authentic in, like, human relationships because what they're loving maybe isn't the real you. Yeah. No, that's – that's you're nailing it. I I, I don't know. Uh, that, that That's a – it's tough because, you, you know, you're in this business to be – you know, because you love music, and then the byproduct of that is recognition. I don't want to use the word fame, but recognition. <clears throat> and uh, sometimes it's uh, you know after after that break for ten years, you know at times I'd, I'd walk through the airport and like you know maybe one person would come up to you and like hey man dig your music by, you know, or better yet hey my mom my mom loves you you know or, or my grandmother loves you oh, yeah. <laughs> at this point it's like groove buster right off the bat but it's cool hey you know i hope your great grandmother loves me but uh you know things heat up you know like you know the more you get, get exposure here and it was like alabama was like that last week it's just it's funny how it changes do you feel now it's back at it's like a real peak time again because i feel like if anyone mentions brooks and dunn or ronnie dunn or kicksbrook it's just like I, there's just a passion for you guys again. I wasn't here when there wasn't a passion, whatever time you're talking about there. Do you feel, though, that it's really strong again? Yeah. Yes. And I, I won't say it, you know, it's at that, that, that peak yet, but it's different now. Crowds are bigger, and they were, they, they were big, you know, in the day. But it's like the enthusiasm is there. I, mean, I can hold that, you know, ego mic out to the audience, and they'll sing Neon Moon and you know, louder than we do it. Uh, so... I don't know how to figure that out other than just to ride the wave and have fun. Are you having fun? I'm having a blast. Do you appreciate it because you were away for a while? Like, do you appreciate so. it more? Yeah. I, th- I think so, yes. Yeah, I would think that I would too. I would think, for me anyway, it takes, oftentimes for me, it takes something to kind of come in that I didn't expect to remind me of how good I have it. Because sometimes I forget because yeah. you're just in it. Well, too much too much of a good thing is, is too much of anything, you know, and you'll, you'll, you'll get a little... Get a little burned out, you know? I want to ask you uh, one more question, and then I'm going to get back to the record one more time. But you talk about when you guys took a break. What's that situation like whenever it's time or somebody makes a call to go, hey, maybe we should do this again? Like what happened? Who made the call? What was that conversation like? Uh, our, our, our manager, Clarence Spalding, made, made the call, and, and that was to do the uh, the reboot record. 
and he said, guys, I've got an idea. He said, just, just let me take it running. He says, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to call anybody. He says, I'm going to call each artist that, that you guys said, he gave us a list. He says, it's just a loose list and check it out. But he said, I'm going to call one time. He said, if I don't hear back within two days, he says, we'll move on. It's not going to be any, you know, we're not going to drag the process out and torture anybody. Well, sure enough, just about, I think everybody that he called, he says, bam, we're on. We've got her. You know, we got him. We got someone. So, so Cody Johnson, you know, Luke, Luke Holmes. Casey. You know, not, yeah, yeah, Casey. You know. So then just, you guys were like, hey, we should, okay, let's do this. Well, again. yeah. And it just kind of reignited, you know, the, the, the thing uh, of, you uh, realizing people, younger artists are walking and go, holy cow. You know, we're in here and we're looking around going, who are you talking about? <laughs> you know? but, but yeah, enough money, all right? You'd be fine. Right? Yeah, it's not for money now. I never, you know, I mean, I, I like to say it never was, but money what money wasn't motive back in the day, not now. I mean, can you have enough? I, I don't know. I don't have any. I, mean, I don't have a yacht. How much yet. you got in your wallet right now? How many? How much cash you got in your wallet right now? Right now? Yeah. Cash. None. You don't keep cash? No, it's all credit cards. Hmm. I, I probably have like... Twenty years. What do you tip a valet? Oh, I'm bad about it. I'm, I'm no, I'm like like I way over tip. You over tip? I way over tip. Yeah, and I think that's fair. I mean, that's I do. And if you forget and you have you don't have any cash, you go courtesy of Kicks Brooks and you walk <laughs> off. Right? That's what I would do. Be like, my, you know, I'm Brooks. Here's my credit card. Here's my dress. Send it back to me. <laughs> All right, <laughs> one. Let's play one more clip. I want to play the last track on uh, the record. This is Better Bartender with Ronnie bartender. Dunn right now. Well, you did it again. I think you made the project you're wanting to make because it sounds very Ronnie Dunn, and I love it. You know, it's, it's yeah, I think that's the goal, right? Just do something you're proud of. That's it sounds it. great, and, and see what happens. That's something Mama would like. Yep. And every chance I get, we're featuring it. You know, I love you, and you know, I, uh, you know, I love your music. But like outside of that, you're my guy anyway. And it's really cool for me to get to be your friend. I don't get invited on the boat I feel or the same way. or some like same way, swinger thing on the lake. I don't know what's happening there, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get invited to do that. I don't know. I don't know, some poker thing. I don't know what that's a code word for. Like, uh, Ronnie Dunn, you guys check out the album. It is 100 Proof Neon. You can follow Ronnie at Ronnie Dunn. Obviously, Brooks and Dunn uh, back out on the road, uh, finishing up the tour, but this is 100 Proof Neon. If you decide that you want to go on the road and do this, just let me know. We'll promote it. Let me know what you're going to do. All right. All right? I'm going to do it. I'm going to text you. I'm going to call you. I'm going to camp outside your gate. You do all that anyway. All yeah, so that, nothing will be different. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Ronnie Dunn, everybody. Woo! All right. Thanks, y'all. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Detroit, Michigan. A person had a truck that needed repairs, so they drop it off at the shop. And then they get a ticket in the mail that illegal dumping. They're like, what? I didn't illegal dump. And it says the date of the ticket. Oh, the repair shop was using their truck to illegally dump. Hilarious. Uh-huh. Not hilarious, but hilarious. And <laughs> you know when they got in trouble... They knew they were going to get caught yeah. because they were using a truck they shouldn't have been using. Yeah. You ever driven a dump truck? No, that'd be awesome. You feel like you're going to kill everybody on the road because it's massive. And how cool would it be to be able to pull that lever and everybody come out of the back, everything come out of the back? Oh, it'd be so everybody. fun. It's cool the first <laughs> couple of times. Yeah. It smells gross. It just depends what's in there. Yeah. I've done a little dump truck in way back when I used to roof houses and used to help roof houses, having to dump. But then whenever I did Breaking Bobby Bones, I was doing a lot of the hydraulic 
in different vehicles. And it's fun unless something goes wrong or it won't come out. Then you got to get in there and scratch the whole oh, thing. I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's funny, though. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Hope you guys have an awesome weekend. Check out the Bobby cast. Tyler Hubbard, lead singer of Florida Georgia Line, is on. And, you know, they broke up. And I was kind of like, you guys ever getting back together? Listen, I don't think they're going to unless they go broke. Uh, I didn't think Rascal Flatts was going to get back together either. I think now there's a good shot at some point they do. Not because they're going broke because they made a lot of money. Yeah. But I think <laughs> they I think they miss playing the shows. And I would too if I was playing all those awesome shows, all those people. I think so I'm not saying it's over over, but it's over for a while. And yeah. right now it doesn't look like they're gonna do anything. They're gonna finish these shows they're contractually obligated to, and then that's it. But you can hear him talk about that. Search for the Bobby Cast is a great interview. He's very generous with his stories and his honesty. So there's that. Eddie, what do you want to say? Well, there's another mysterious text Abby got, and I want kind of her to tell you guys what it was because it's it's crazy. So Abby's our phone screener, and a long time ago she got a mysterious text from a guy, and then you guys had like a relationship online. (laughs) Oh, you mean the firefighter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know about relationship. Well, you no, talked. No. That's a relationship. That was a relationship. What have you had yeah. other ones? Are you getting other mysterious texts that happen? Yes, I got another one, but it was from a woman this time, a married woman. Okay, I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 Go ahead. She's like, hey, it's hey, it's Trisha. You want to come on our boat with my husband and I? And I was like, hey, um, Trisha, who? Because I mean, I'm just gonna be straight. I don't. Because sometimes when I'm in an event or something. Maybe we hang out, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll get your number, and we'll hang out in the future. So I thought maybe I did that, um, and she was like, is this Abby? And I was like, yes, but I don't, I don't know who this is. Like, where did we meet? And then she sent me a picture of her, like, in her bikini on their boat, and was like, can you tell I'm really drunk? You should come out with us. I just, I don't understand how I get these things. Yeah, you should do that for the bed. <laughs> yeah, for the bed, for the bed of the show. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. How did she know I'm Abby? Where is your number? Okay, see, that's the other thing. She was like... We met on the beach, and I was like, I was in Key West on 4th of July on the beach. And she was like, she was in Destin, so I knew it wasn't me. She's like, oh, different Abby. Well, then she heard the story on the radio. Oh, my God. She got your number the same way the firefighter got your number somehow, and then she texted you trying to be friends with somebody on the show. She's in Oklahoma, though. Oh, she's not even at the beach? No, she's not even, she's not in Nashville, not there. She was at the beach for 4th of July. And she calls her gorgeous. Like, you're so gorgeous. Yeah, I think you should for the bit. Well, sometimes Check this out. girls talk that way. Yeah, but what, what did you reply, Abby? Did you send anything back? Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. It, it, I no, mean, do you know the answer to this? Oh, I know yeah. the answer. No, oh, go. go. I go like ahead, it. Abby. What did you send back? Well, she was just like, what do you look like, just in case? And I was just sitting on my couch, and I oh. just took like a no! selfie. No! Why would you send a picture? No! I don't. Why would you send no, a picture? No, no. Just, I just thought it was like a girl <laughs> thing, like, hey, girl. But it's a girl thing up? you don't know. But also, could it not be a girl, and it's some weird man Probably. in the basement? It could be whatever. It could be whatever. Yeah, Abby. Abby snapped a selfie back, guys. This is incredible. That is the headline. Is that not harmful? I mean, yeah, don't do that. Right? You shouldn't yeah. send pictures of yourself <laughs> to people you don't know. Because <laughs> they may actually not know. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't either. I Why don't, don't you just not talk to people you don't know? On, That's on, a good question. Stranger danger? No, no, no. He's saying don't Stranger do it danger. anymore. Oh. It's not oh, a question. I, you're telling <laughs> like, me not to. Like, Abby's Abby, like, well, this white van pulled up inside the house. And they were like, get in. It's safe. And I thought, why not? I mean, look, safe. I mean, yeah. maybe I met him at a bit. Yeah. Abby. <laughs> I thought maybe. You, let's let's <sighs> not reply back to people you don't know. Yeah, I usually don't do I that. I worry about your safety now. Not because of that, but just in general, because this is not your only bad decision, I would bet. 
No. Okay. Is this the only person you've ever just snapped a selfie that you didn't yeah, know? Yeah, that was the first time. I've never done that. I don't know why I felt like that was necessary. <laughs> well, she sent you one I, of her. Yes. Was, I her just, was her face in it or just her body? It was her face. And then she sent me another one in a different bikini. But Mike D can probably do that thing where you find out if that's a, a an image that's been elsewhere online. Yeah, I don't really care that much about it. <laughs> I do, because what if it's I, not her? I, it just didn't matter. Don't talk to him anymore. I don't care if it is her or not. Oh. Let's like, send another no picture. And it's say, just bye bye. Yeah, Abby, stop doing this. No more. Okay. No yeah. more. No more texting people you don't know. I know. I'm going to have to put rules on her phone like Amy does her daughter's phone. <laughs> I think that you need to. I need that. Okay, we have to go. Uh, Abby, we root for a healthy weekend, and hopefully we see you on Monday. <laughs> stay safe. Yeah, stay safe. Yeah. 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 Be careful out there. Uh, that's it. We'll see you Monday. Bye, everybody. Let's go. Bobby Bones. The Bobby Bones Show. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them every day can make all the difference in the world. That's why everybody should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. 